Welcome to the Sherwood Online Podcast, an online ministry of the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. Go grab your Bible, a coffee, pen, and paper, and sit back, and let's continue to kindle passion for Jesus together. For more information, you can find us at www.naspei.com. Now let's turn things over to our pastors. Well, good morning and welcome to Sherwood Online, the online ministry from the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene coming to you from a, I think it's kind of chilly, but also really nice and sunny, uh, Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island, the birthplace of Confederation. Good morning to pastors. How are you? Very well, thank you. I'm ready to go. All right. Well, listen, I know that today, folks, we're running a pretty tight ship. There's a lot that's going to go on in the podcast, but also um, some extra stuff that's taking place in our sanctuary gathering, and both Pastor Dave and myself need to be present for that. So you'll find today we wrap up a little early, um, and and that's, that's okay, too. I want to make mention of a couple of things before we get into the episode. Please make sure that you like on our Facebook page so that you get notified when we go live. If you would prefer to watch on YouTube, you can do that now at the exact same time because we are streaming to both places at the same time. We are live right now on Facebook and on YouTube. And on YouTube, we're actually getting to stream at a higher quality and definition. So if you really want to be able to see our faces in all of their glory and and high definition, then you're going to want to head over to YouTube. And if you don't want to see our faces at all, there's also podcast audio that you can listen to um, in you know about an hour or so after this is over, where all your podcasts are podcasted. That's where you can find that. So make sure that you like on Facebook. Make sure that you subscribe on YouTube. And the biggest thing that we ask, and I know that you hear it a lot, is if you could click share on this Facebook post or on the YouTube post and share it on your timeline, because it is the easiest way right now to uh, to be able to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. It doesn't force it on anybody to watch. It just makes it available where maybe they wouldn't have seen it otherwise. So why don't you click share and partner with us and what the Holy Spirit wants to do through this time together. Um, all right. And finally, if you have any prayer requests that you would like to let us know of, there's a couple of ways you can do that. If you feel comfortable, let us know through the chat um, and we can mobilize immediately to pray if uh, if the need is there and let lets people know. Or you can contact us through our website, uh, www.naspei.com. And from there, you can contact us and we can, again, mobilize the people in prayer. So pastors, before we uh, get into introductions and all that kind of stuff, why don't we get into something that we call the icebreaker? Now, this is just a fun way for us to unwind and kind of relax into the podcast. But the question before you today, gentlemen, is what was your first job? Anybody want to go? I'm terrified to share mine. Why don't you uh, take a run at that? My first job was with uh, Defense Construction. After I graduated from Bethany in high school, and uh, we did like compaction tests and slump tests for the concrete for the the uh, um, airport, the new runway. So that was my my first job. Wow. Okay. Other than picking potatoes as a kid. Okay. I, yeah, I was kind of in the same boat. I was thinking, do I count the farm? I, I, I didn't count the farm only. Yes, they, I got paid and yes, I put the work in um, some, but, uh, but my first job and it feels awful coming off of your, the manly one you just said, I worked at a uh, hair salon. My first job I was 15 was with my mother at Sonia's hair styling in O'Leary PEI. I needed to raise money to go on a history and travel trip and mom hired me. And, and so I worked there. That was my, that, that was on my resume for a real long time. So what did you do there? I'm not at liberty to discuss that. Oh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I, all, I, I swept up, I cleaned up the, the hair, I cleaned product and things, but I never, I was never allowed to cut hair. <laughs> Try as I might. Pastor, what about you? Well, I, I'm just going to say the the hairdo you have this morning is evidence of your very first job. That, wait, you mean a lack of knowing what to do with hair back then? 
Well, it, it's uh, it's very outstanding it, your hairdo today. Thank I, you. Thank thank you. Yeah. Yes. Well, my my first job uh, was uh, in um, landscaping and uh, grass cutting. Uh, I would have been uh, about seven years old at the time, and uh, of course, grew up in the farm. And I do remember, I do remember, I was getting to the age where my father suggested that I could start to cut the lawn. And I also remember talking him into buying a ride-on lawnmower. It was a seven horsepower, mm. yellow, Massey Ferguson uh, tractor. And so I told him if he buy the lawnmower, I would keep the lawn cut. And so that was my first job. Wow. Yeah. I do. Uh, I do want to make mention of a few that are coming into chat because some of them are, are really good. Uh, I, at first I thought Brian McDonald was just saying his last name again. Um, but he worked at McDonald's. His first job, Brian McDonald's first job was at McDonald's. I mean, that story writes itself. Um, let's see here. Uh, Marcus digging holes at the beach for fun is not a job. Um, pastor Rianne babysitting Andrew Calper, uh, and then the great Canadian bagel, uh, pastor Annette was a cashier at the IGA. Uh, let's see here. Bonnie McDonald, perfectly plush toys. Uh, Ooh, Georgina. Her first job was a naval boatswain. If I, if I mispronounce that, I apologize. Gloria Hornings is the one that I want to focus in on for a second. She worked at Zeller's. <laughs> uh, that, th- that was a career move working at Zeller's. There was career stability with Zeller's. Um, let's see here. At 47 cents an hour. Uh, and my, my wife worked at Ponderosa. And for whatever reason, when I first started dating her, my in-laws, they always wanted to go to Ponderosa and I never got the appeal. And then it got shut down. And now it's, uh, now it's actually a place to get hair, hairdressing supplies. (laughs) So I I feel like my, uh, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, I don't want to get in trouble in Kim Lee delivering newspapers. Gentlemen, thank you for sharing. Please people continue to share with us. But we are going to continue to move on and get into the podcast. And we're going to... Oh, Mike Sider worked at Burger King. I love Burger King. We're going to get into the podcast with our daily declaration. And if you would like to follow along with me, you can. It says this. Today, I choose to abide in Christ. I will remain connected to him by engaging in his word, listening to his voice, obeying his commands, and loving one another. My desire is to bear much fruit for his glory. Pastor Dave. Well, good morning, uh, Sherwood family uh, here in uh, Prince Edward Island and from coast to coast. And if you're watching from uh, somewhere other, a place other than Prince Edward Island, be sure to just drop a note and say hello uh, on this uh, Sunday. Uh, I'm going to introduce our guest a little more formally in just a moment, but we're so delighted to have Pastor Blaine McLeod mm-hmm. with us. Uh, he is a part of the Sherwood story, and so we're bringing out the relics today, brother. Ooh, Pastor. <laughs> but uh, yes. that's okay. That's okay. We improve with age. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're looking good, and uh, I know a lot of people today are uh, tuned in because, Blaine, you're with us. And I want to, to say welcome to you, and we'll uh, get to you in just a moment. But before we do, let's pray together, open our hearts to the Lord on this uh, Sunday, the 8th of November, in the year 2020, for God's glory. We fix our eyes on you, Jesus, our Lord, our Savior and King. Come fill our hearts with your endless love and send the wind of your spirit to blow new hope through our lives. Come light up our souls to rise in faith, to stretch out and take in your kingdom. Come pour out your spirit upon us as we stand together as brothers and sisters in the Lord. Come lift our heads and brush away the shadows of guilt and shine your grace into our minds. And so, Lord, we arise to worship. We shake off the shackles of a fallen world and we join with heaven today to sing your praise. We will declare your goodness now and celebrate your greatness forevermore. Mm-hmm. Amen. And we do that today 
I love that line says we shake off the shackles of a fallen world. And we know Mm. that those are many and they're heavy at times, but today we release them and we uh, in praise and in worship offer our lives fresh and new to the Lord. Today is a very, very special day in the life of the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. We are celebrating on this day, our 49th anniversary as a church. Woo. That's, uh, that's a lot of years have, uh, have certainly come and gone and believing that God's future for us is, is one that is filled with promise and with hope uh, in the days going forward. But on this day, we mark that 49th anniversary. And actually, just to get the record straight, the official <coughs> anniversary was yesterday, the 7th of November. Uh, it was that day in 1971 that the church was formally organized. It had a history before that, but its official organization uh, was uh, was yesterday. Now, uh, just a little side note here. Uh, yesterday uh, was my grandson Ethan's 10th birthday. Oh, double digits. So, yeah. So, Ethan, if uh, you get to see this podcast uh, Grampy says happy birthday to you. We had a great party last night, and you're a fine young boy for the glory of God. It's also on the 7th of November, Billy Graham was born. So that's a little bit of trivia. And uh, one more quick birthday today <laughs> is uh, David Boswell. And so he uh, is celebrating, I think, his 72nd birthday today. Okay. So those are the latest birthdays that I have up to speed on uh, on this particular Uh, weekend. And as you know, and I won't have a chance later, but today we are receiving our Jubilee offering. We have one more year to go till we hit the 50 mark. And we're trusting the Lord to be debt-free in our 50th year. And so I'm calling on the entire Sherwood family Mm. to make uh, a gift today and to send it in. All of us can do something. And so as we work together, let's uh, be generous and joyful with the Lord's uh, house so that uh, he will be glorified and that the work of God can prosper <laughs> well into the future. So uh, just uh, just mark that uh, on your envelope or when you send in a gift. Uh, today is the Jubilee offering that uh, will help us to move forward to becoming debt-free. And uh, as a result of all this, we, we want to recognize God's story that has been written in this place and is, is continuing to be written, but uh, we will not uh, be able to move forward in life unless we understand and appreciate where we've come from. And those foundations are absolutely essential to understanding the plan and the purpose of God. And uh, this morning, we're so delighted to have uh, Reverend Blaine McLeod with us. Uh, Blaine was the pastor of the Sherwood Church from 1977 to 1982. Uh, And then, of course, after that, your brother Wenzel was here for a couple of years, and then we came, and that's uh, where we are today. Uh, Pastor Al James was the uh, founding pastor of the church from 71 to 77, and then, Blaine, you came, and uh, here you are joining us from Calgary, Alberta today. Uh, you are a pastor of visitation at Calgary First Church. You are semi-retired, uh, but still going strong for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. You've come through a heart attack recently, uh, or had heart surgery, but you're looking great today. And brothers, welcome. Uh, just so great to see you this morning. Thank um, you. Yes, yes. So, uh, Blaine, uh, tell us uh, some of the memories that you had when you were uh, living here and pastoring in the early days of the story of the Sherwood Church. Well, after Carol and I uh, were married in 1970 in August, we moved to Charlottetown with the intention of planting uh, an Azarene church. Um, we lived in Upper Hillsboro on the third floor of a house that was a fire trap. Uh, then we moved to, a, a, I think it was called the Sunny Bray Motel and lived there for the winter. And then in the spring, we moved into a farmhouse owned by the, by the McPhees in Clyde, Clyde River. And that was a, a real um, 
blessing because we had um, uh, a group from Kankakee, Illinois, our Olivet uh, College, Nazarene College, a student home mission team to come for the summer to help uh, plant the church. We had uh, run ads in the paper, uh, ask anybody who was interested to, to contact us, and, and a number of people did, and we met with them. And I remember the day we picked the lot for the church, and that was an exciting day. And then we uh, had a tent erected, and um, we, the Harrisons and the Riders uh, had a singing group, and uh, they would come over and entertain. I think it was uh, Dr. Harold McMillan was our first special guest speaker for that time. But those were exciting days with a, a great vision for um, what is uh, what was to come. Lots of energy. Uh, one of the things you uh, did when you were here was the building of what became the church parsonage. Yes. And... Um, but you got to live in the church for a little while. We did. That's fun. We lived in the church basement. A couple of the Sunday school rooms were our bedrooms. Um, And uh, when we wanted to shower or bathe, we had to go over to Blythe Crescent to my brother's house because we didn't have a shower. Like all we had, well, was the regular bathrooms there. Yeah. Wow. I, I was... I couldn't do it today. I could back then, but not today. <laughs> well, I want you to know, Blaine, that on my list, my dream wish list, is to have a shower in the church. And hold on, you I need- know where it's going to be. I have the spot for it. Okay. And uh, the conversation came up just the other day, and we will make that happen somewhere. And when it is, you can come and take the first shower. It has been declared. Oh. Hey, okay. Pa- I'll look forward to that. Pastors, I do have a question, and it's been a recurring thing that I've heard in relation to you, Pastor Blaine. Uh, are you still a, uh, I can't even say the word, a ventriloquist? Oh, I did it. I am. Okay. As a matter of fact, I had a call from a Presbyterian pastor um, just outside of Ottawa asking if I would do a YouTube for him to use in his Sunday broadcast. Really? Yeah. Is there is there any way that you could give us a little taste of of what it's like? To what? Uh, to see the van, you know you doing the van ventriloquism. Oh boy. Yeah. You mean now? Oh sure. No, well, no. I he's he's away. He's in isolation okay. right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, so. Yeah. The- the uh, the person in question is self-isolating. He's self-isolating, and he's okay. kind of ticked off about it. Okay. He feels it's too long. I think so. <laughs> well, I, I do remember one uh, story about that. You were doing uh, ventriloquism, and um, uh, we're telling the story of Zacchaeus, I believe it was. And I'm going to come down, Jesus said, and we're going to your house for a Coke. <laughs> you <hear> that? <laughs> that's what the Presbyterian minister called and he wanted me to do the Zacchaeus song for his children's ministry in his church. Isn't that funny that that's the one, a lot of people remember that song. Yeah. Uh, dear. So just, just one other little side note, uh, Pastor Bradley, you are in what used to be Pastor Blaine's office. Really? Yes. And I remember when I first came to Sherwood, it was this really, really ugly plaid wallpaper, which was in style at the time, with a red carpet. <gasps> so I don't know if we've gone forwards or backwards. Uh, oh, come on. Don't, don't do this. Let's, let's not get divisive this morning. Okay. Uh, Pastor Blaine, <laughs> do, you remember, uh, do you remember Joanne McDonald? She would have been hair. Yeah, hair- absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely. My, that's my mother-in-law. What? I. That's what I say every day. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Wow. Yes, sir. She wondered if you remembered her and that you. Uh, you oh, were I absolutely do. Ca- absolutely. Camp counseled. Anyway. Yeah. There wow. You go. Wow. All there the connections. Are- that's yes. crazy. 
There are a lot, a lot of great memories when you start down that path. Oh, there sure are. There was, yes. We had some wonderful memories of Sherwood. Uh, my, I think my wife would move back tomorrow. She always loved Sherwood. Well, there we're you here. You're there. Come on home. Yeah. Okay. There'll be a shower well, we waiting watch for you. you guys every Sunday morning. We're up and we watch. That's the beginning of our worship for Sunday. We start with you. Then we go to first Calgary first, and then we go to my over to my son's home, and we worship with uh, them and their three boys um, for their service. So we get lots of worship in on Sunday morning. But yeah. you guys kick it off. Well, the sun rises first in Atlantic Canada. But there you go, Pastor, there you go. Pastor yeah. Dave. Will you be making a lobster dinner promise to Pastor Blaine as well? Uh, no. Okay. No. I, you know what I said to Carol? I, I wonder if he's going to offer me uh, a lobster dinner. And, I'll, tell you, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, was Sam's Restaurant here when you were here? Sam's Sam, Restaurant. Does that mean anything? Maid Marion's? No, I don't think. No. Okay. That was before. My goodness. That's way back. Well, Will, you come and you move here and I will take you out for a lobster dinner. Hey, I'm oh. going to hold you to that. Okay. Absolutely. I hear you promising that to all your guests. Well, and I'm wait I was waiting for that. Okay. Well, you've got it now. You've got okay. it. Okay. There. I've got my lobster dinner. Wonderful. Good. Well, uh, the um, as of today, we're officially kicking off our 50th anniversary plans. And wow. so uh, next year, uh, Blaine, uh, we'll... Uh, We'll make you a part of that extravaganza. Absolutely. Yes. I can bring Sam. Okay. Let's uh, put that on the agenda and we'll make that work. Yes. And again, thank you, uh, Blaine, for joining us this morning. What a joy it's to a privilege. see you. And we've had you. great fellowship over the years. Absolutely. Uh, when we've been able to be together. And thank you for your investment and prayer and vision to uh, get thing, help things started here. And God's story was established, and it continues to be written this day for his glory. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, we look forward to that. And uh, when we're done the podcast this morning, uh, we'll be uh, taking in five new members into the church. Wow. So God continues to, to be very present among us. And uh, our love to Carol mm -hmm. and the family. Thank you. Yes. Okay. He always made you look real good. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that. No, no, no. And no. Uh, make sure you serve her an extra coffee today as well. Okay. I see on your clock, it's 23 minutes after seven o'clock. Uh, I, I hope the sun will get up in Alberta today. For it's sure. a cold, wintry day here. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's terrible. You can have yeah. it. All right. I know. Uh, today, of course, we're celebrating our anniversary, but the week before us is significant as well. On Wednesday is Remembrance Day. Uh, we, uh, we need to remember where we've come from to appreciate where we are. Mm -hmm. And uh, Remembrance Day, of course, marks the end of the Second World War, and so much has changed since then. But uh, we want to take a, a moment of silent prayer and wherever you are today uh, to, to thank the Lord for those who've served, sacrificed, and uh, paved the way for our freedom and for the blessings that we have even today. So let's uh, take a moment of silent prayer wherever you are this morning. Oh, Lord, we say thank you today to those 
who have sacrificed and have given of their lives so that we might enjoy the freedoms and the goodness of this day. And Lord, we in this moment say thank you to you for the laying down of your life so that we might be set free. Lord, I pray that we would live our lives in faithful obedience to you. That is our response to all of the things that we celebrate and remember today. And so, Lord, in a day and a time when the stories of the past seem to be fading, may we in our hearts not just relive them for their own sake, but live faithfully to you because of them. And so, Lord, we honor today those who have given, sacrificed, and served. Mm -hmm. And for that, we are grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Those who are watching this morning who um, are a continuing part of that story of service, we salute you and we honor you today mm -hmm. and give thanks to God for you. As we uh, continue forward in our podcast this morning, I uh, want to uh, invite you to open your Bibles to the book of Haggai, one of the minor prophets, uh, chapter 2. It's one of the shortest uh, writings of the, of the scripture in terms of a, a particular book and uh, is one of those obscure uh, passages often that are overlooked, but I believe are significant today. And as I was praying and asking the Lord, what is our focus this morning? Uh, it certainly came to uh, the book of Haggai. And we uh, here on Sunday mornings do our, our what we call our Sunday SMORP. And SMORP is an acronym for Scripture, Message, Obedience, Repentance, and Prayer. And of course, that's uh, part of the the whole uh, church renewal conversation that's going on more and more across our nation. Mm -hmm. And uh, Pastor Blaine, uh, when I talk about church renewal and uh, Southland Church, uh, you, you're you very much part of that story as well. And you use SMORP in, in the stuff you do, I believe, with a men's group. How's yes. that going? How's that going? Very well. Very well. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you're, you're on the same page here with us today. Yeah. And look forward to you uh, participating mm -hmm. and moving <clears throat> forward. Uh, just a quick background on the book of uh, Haggai. Uh, at this point in the uh, history story, uh, the children of Israel uh, are in exile. Uh, Solomon's temple uh, had just been destroyed about 60 years before the writings of the book of Haggai. Uh, the glory of Solomon's temple was almost unspeakable. It lacked nothing, and it was, a, it was an incredible edifice to the glory of God. And God's glory was there, his presence was there, but it was destroyed. And uh, Haggai is, is speaking uh, prophetically in this time um, of exile after the destruction of Solomon's temple. And his main message was that when uh, people give priority to God and his house, they are going to live a blessed life. And the key to that was obedience. And we've been talking a lot about that in the last few months. And obedience brings the, the, the presence and the strength of God's spirit upon them. And so he's, he's speaking into that. And one of the challenges was that as they began the rebuilding process, the, the question that emerged was, are we going to be able to reproduce what was in this new attempt to rebuild the temple? And uh, that's a bit of the, the background there. But Haggai basically uh, is, is saying that... Um, the, the former was great, but the, the uh, or the latter was great, but the former, the new house that God's building is going to be ever increasing glory, not because 
of its brick and mortar, but because of God's presence. And the key here is being faithful to God and his house and his people, and that is the place of God's blessing. So uh, going to read here from Haggai chapter 2, uh, verse 1. On the 21st day of the seventh month, the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai, speak to Zerubbabel, son of Jatil, governor of Judah, to Joshua, son of Josadak, the high priest, and to the remnant of the people, and ask them, who of you is left who saw this house in its former glory? That would be Solomon's house. How does it look to you now? Does it not seem to you like nothing? But now be strong, Zerubbabel, declares the Lord. Be strong, Joshua, son of Josadak, the high priest. Be strong, all you people of the land, declares the Lord, and work, for I am with you, declares the Lord Almighty. This is what I covenant with you when you came out of Egypt, and my spirit remains among you. Do not fear. And this is what the Lord Almighty says. In a little while, I will once more shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations, and what is desired by all nations will come. And I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. For the silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord Almighty. And the glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty. And in this place, I will grant peace, declares the Lord Almighty. And so the question is, uh, as we're building this new temple, as we're getting ready for it, it's not, the problem was, it's not going to be like it was. But God is saying here through the prophet that it is going to be even greater, not because of what it looks like, but because of God's presence within it. So that's the background. And uh, the scripture this morning, uh, is there, is there uh, any word or phrase, gentlemen, that stands out to you very quickly? Mine was, um, be strong, work, I will be with you. Okay. Uh, uh, the same with me, uh, I will be with you is what jumped out at me. Yep. Okay. Uh, one uh, quick little phrase here that caught my eye again is do not fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, that's, that's huge today. And then the other is I'm going to shake all nations. <laughs> um, that, that's very much a part of it. Okay, so as you're uh, engaging with God's word this morning, just circle, write down, underline a key word or thought or phrase, and uh, then ask the question, what does this passage tell me about the nature and the work of God? And as I, as I look at it very, very quickly here, uh, first of all, God is a covenant-keeping God. Yep. And uh, the things that he uh, has established, he's going to continue to do regardless of the circumstances. And he is a God who is present among his people. I'm going to fill this house. I'm going to be with you. Uh, He's a God whose plan continues to unfold. God is not finished. Just because the temple got destroyed doesn't mean the work of God is finished. And uh, that's very clear here. And that he is the owner of all things. Wow, he has all the gold and all the silver. Uh, anything else you see here, gentlemen, in terms of God's nature and character? He's the God that equips. He says, and my spirit remains among you. Do not fear. So there's this call, and hey, my spirit's with you. Okay. So he walks with us. All right. And then you notice uh, there, Pastor Blaine. When he talks about, uh, you know, the silver, the gold, it's all his. He is our source, Mm -hmm. not only of um, strength, and uh, he gives us our vision, but he doesn't, he's he's still speaking to us, you know, just as he did there. He speaks to us, and he'll not ask us anything, to do anything that he has not already prepared the way for us. Mm -hmm. And he says that his strength is sufficient for every situation, no matter what we're facing. And, you know, Herod built the next temple, and it was even more beautiful, but Jesus worshiped in that temple, mm-hmm. and that made it even more special, right? Yes, yes. Because yes. we are the temple, and, and uh, yeah. 
when you uh, shared with me, uh, Blaine, about some of the early days of the Sherwood Church and its struggles and its challenges to get going, the the heart of 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 God was before you, and He was already leading and giving you strength to take those next steps. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed, and uh, so that that's a, a very key uh, phrase for us this morning that He prepares the way and gives us what we need to to walk forward in in obedience. And he doesn't ab- ab- abandon us in our need. No. But he meets us at our point of need, no matter what that need is. And that's good news for us today. So what is yeah. the message here? You know, what's what's the Lord saying to all of us this morning? What what's he saying to 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 me? And that's always a a first person question. Uh, we can always find what God's saying for other people, uh, but but it's more important that we find God's heart for our own lives. And one of the things that the Lord was saying to me this morning is is to press forward in God's mission. And a reminder to me today to be grateful for what was, and yet to anticipate ever-increasing glory for what will be. And so, you know, I, you know, we're kind of getting down to the latter years of our lives and ministry. Uh, Blaine, you're a little bit ahead of me. That's okay. You lead the way. Uh, but you know a what? Relic? Yeah. <laughs> the, the good news is that there is ever-increasing glory for us. And God's still writing this story. And on this anniversary Sunday, we get to mark that sense of gratefulness for what was and anticipation for what will be in the days ahead. And so that's what I hear the Lord saying to me this morning. And that gives me hope and it gives me a, a powerful sense of encouragement for, uh, for what is yet to come. Mm-hmm. Any of you gentlemen, uh, what's, what do you sense the Lord saying to you there? To trust and believe in his leading, um, even when things things aren't clearly defined. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're used to our schedules, but sometimes, especially with this coronavirus, our schedules have been uh, disrupted mm-hmm. and uh, we, we've had to adapt. But it's amazing what God is doing through this as well, you know. Yes. It's, it's almost like the Lord is shaking things up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we read that this morning, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Pastor Bradley, anything you want to contribute there? I prefer not to contribute. No. Okay. No, what, what you said uh, really resonated with what the Lord was saying to me. The things that have, we need to honor the things that he's done in the past. He's been faithful and we rejoice in that, but he has more to come. And he's given us what we need to, to move into that into his preferred future. Um, and the glory of the Lord will fill the place. If we're yes. faithful to, to the calling and, and to do what he said and to trust and not to be afraid. All right. Which leads us to the place of obedience because it's great to hear this. It's another thing to walk that out. Mm-hmm. And so what's the next step of obedience for me? And that's the question that I have to answer today. And uh, with the Lord's help, because it is with his help, I need to continue to press forward in God's call upon my life and to be faithful in what I already know to do. And so that's, that's, a, that's a fresh word for me. It's not a new word, but it's fresh and new in the sense that I'm hearing it today. And uh, I, my heart just says yes to God here. And may I have the strength, and I know it's his strength that will help me to do that. And so any other thoughts here in terms of obedience? I think realizing that we are divinely called by God, and each one of us are uniquely gifted, and he strategically places us where he wants us at various times in our lives. And yesterday's glory cannot be our impetus for tomorrow's service. Mm-hmm. You know, every day's fresh ministry um, comes to us 
as uh, we listen and watch, you know. Yes. I always pray every morning, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Then I say, give me eyes to see, ears to hear, but a heart that's willing mm. to receive the good works that you prepared in advance for me yes. today. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. <clears throat> Pastor Bradley, any word you would like to add in this? Uh, I just became keenly aware this morning in our prayer with the leadership team of exactly what Pastor Blaine just said about how he's created us uniquely and gifted us. And and um, so I guess for me, the obedience part is to make sure that I am being who he's called me to be in that yes. in that role. The next part, of course, is repentance. And uh, what is what is the confession? And and here here is where the heart is changed. And as I as I listen to the text and work through this passage this week, uh, I just realized that you know what? At times, I, I confess that I'm filled with fear, and uh, all of the uncertainties and all of the things I don't know. Uh, on one level is fearful. And I just confess that and acknowledge that before the Lord this morning, because when, when I confess it and put it out there, then the Lord's able to deal with it. And also I, I confess my need for the ongoing and filling of the Holy Spirit, because if there's ever going to be increasing glory on the house of the Lord, mm. there has to be ever increasing glory in my own heart. Mm. And I'm, I'm confessing my need of that more and more and more, and particularly on this 49th anniversary Sunday. Uh, well said. I know we're, we're a little pressed for time here this morning, but just any other word of repentance uh, before we move forward? You said that very well, Pastor. I think sometimes one of the great temptations in life is to allow the what-ifs to usurp uh, our faith and our trust and the truth of God's word. You know, we say, well, I can believe this and I can say I'm trusting and I'm believing, but what if? Mm -hmm. And uh, that sometimes paralyzes our ministry. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to focus on Philippians 4, whatever is true, lovely, of good report, you know, praiseworthy, you know, uh, but the what ifs causes anxiety. Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The last part is prayer. And I'll just wrap this up here this yes, morning. Sir. Spend some time thanking the Lord for all his blessings. Gratitude takes us right into God's presence. And this morning, I am so thankful that God's story was established in this house and that I have been allowed to be a part of his story that he continues to write here at the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene in Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island. And so it's about him. And I'm thankful for those who have come before me. So thankful for you, Pastor Blaine, this mm. morning and uh, your contribution to the house of the Lord. And uh, thankful that the book is not yet finished. God Amen. continues to write the chapters, and I look forward to what he has for us in the days ahead. God bless you this morning. Uh, I believe as we uh, continue forward here, uh, we have a worship song, mm -hmm. and uh, Pastor Bradley will help us to exit gracefully, as he always does. Thank you, Blaine, for being here today. Very welcome.
hey folks, it's just me, Pastor Brad, coming to wrap things up, and we're about to move into the sanctuary gathering where we're going to receive new members, have a time of worship, and things like that. And if you wish that you could be a part of that, then you need to make sure that you register to sign up for our sanctuary gathering, and the links for that are live right now. But I do want to mention a couple of very quick things before we sign off. Oh, let's see. All right, folks, don't forget that on every, every, every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., you can find us right here on Facebook and on YouTube streaming at the exact same time. I'm looking for my announcement slide. Let's see here if I can find. There it is. All right. So don't forget on uh, on Sunday mornings, 10 a.m., uh, Facebook and YouTube, you can find us here. We're live throughout the week. There's a few things going on I want to make mention of. Uh, Wednesdays, there's the Kindle groups, which are in-person groups that are meeting, and one is meeting here at the church in the multi-purpose room with Georgina Vardy at 7 p.m., and then with Pastor Annette Smith at 7 p.m. at the home of Margaret Yunker. And on Thursday mornings at 7 a.m., there's a men's... Uh, 7 a.m., ugh. Thursday mornings at 7 a.m., there's a men's online Kindle group that's taking place through Zoom. The Zoom meeting ID for that is 902-368-8484. On Fridays at 9 a.m., there is an online... See, 9 a.m. is so much better. There's an online Kindle group with Deb Christie, and that is also uh, taking place through Zoom and the Zoom meeting ID, 902-368-8484. As I've already mentioned, Sunday mornings from 9.30 a.m. till whenever we're done is uh, our sure with podcast, but also the sanctuary gathering as we're in our phase two. Um, and so if you want to sign up, the links are live for that. You can head on over to www.naspei.com to sign up for that. And manda- it is mandatory to sign up. The door is open at 9.30 a.m. for you to come on in and then take part in the service that goes on at 10 a.m. And there's the live share to Alpha course that has begun already Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. The last Two uh, times are taking place on November 10th and November 17th, and it is an online Zoom meeting. If you're interested or would like more information, please see Pastor Annette for all of that. Live Fire Youth is continuing to meet in the month of November here at the church, meeting downstairs in the what is called Sherwood Forest area, the Kids Ablaze room. Um, so you come in through the side door, but from fri- on Friday, sorry, from 7 to 9 p.m., they're meeting there. I want to thank you for your continued faithfulness and giving of tithes and offerings, and there's a few ways that you can do that. Um, you can e-transfer the church at office at naspei.com. You can give online through our website, www.naspei.com, and from there, click the Give Online tab. We do accept debit, credit, and cash. We just ask that you would call the church to make arrangements if uh, you would like to do it that way. And for those that are in the sanctuary gathering, uh, there should be offering plates available for you when you came in and when you exit. Ushers are standing by. And lastly, if the SMORP is something that you are enjoying and would like to make it a part of your daily routine, you can do so by downloading it off of our website, www.naspei.com. Just scroll on down, you'll see a button for SMORP. You can click it, get the document, and then you'll be good to go. Folks, that's all the time we have today. And so, Lord, we ask your blessing as we go about our day. Holy Spirit, go with us, fill us and use us, and may we be a blessing to others today, we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. And so folks, you know how we like to do it. I can't get my mouse to move. You know how we like to exit around here. Apparently it's gracefully. So I'm going to say it. Until next time, stay holy, stay humble, stay hungry, and stay healthy.